Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and I am so excited today to be sharing my birth story. It has been a long time coming and I am excited to share the experience and the journey with you. I will be honest, a lot of it, like it just it happened so fast and um, a lot of things were a blur. Um, so I was trying to type up my general thoughts and what I remembered and then asked my husband a couple questions and then we actually had my um, my mom attend uh, my birth this time and she journaled it isn't that so sweet some ladies at her church encouraged her to uh, journal the birth so um, that's what she did and it was super helpful because I was like hey mom I want to record a podcast today can you send me over the um, the notes I know you want to rewrite them because she she wants to rewrite some of the things and make it look nicer and so she sent me the pictures and I was like oh I had some things completely out of order (laughs) so um but like I said I love sharing my birth stories I love me a good birth story I love listening to them chatting about them um, because they're all just so unique and so different and just incredible how powerful and miraculous like women's bodies are and just birth in general like these little humans come out of you with 10 fingers and 10 toes and fingernails and ears that are some you know symmetrical and like just it's it you know no matter how many children I would have it would just always never cease to amaze me so whether you've birthed a child or are expecting your first or um, aren't planning on having children at all, but you love listening to these, like, hey, whatever, wherever you're at, <laughs> um, I welcome you here and uh, I'm, I'm excited to share um, and just have this as a memory um, to look back on and listen to. Uh, and I'll probably <clears throat> end up typing one up as well and uh, have that to look back on. So, um, a little bit of prior history. Uh, so I have three other children and my oldest is six. Uh, he was born in 2017. And uh, so I had him about, uh, let's see, he was six days early. My second was three or four days early. And then my third I had two boys and then my third was a girl. She was two weeks late. <laughs> late in air quotes. They come when they come. Um, that was really hard on my mind. 
And then um, this new one came six days early, just like her biggest brother. So um, that was just super sweet. Uh, and I had a feeling she was coming early. I couldn't tell you why, but I just kept like talking like she's not going to wait till the 16th. There's no way. I just, I feel she's coming. I feel she's coming soon. Um, there were a couple dates that I didn't want, um, her to land. Well, just one really in particular. I didn't want her to land on the 13th. Um, that was just a hard, March 13th. That was just a hard day. Um, remembering someone I had lost and, um, I just, wasn't really sure I wanted to share that day. So I think emotionally and mentally my, 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 my body just wasn't going to give birth on that day. <clears throat> so anyway, she came on March 10th. Now my first two, my boys, my water broke before anything. Now that's not typically common. I should have looked up the statistic. Um, I don't know how common it is for women's waters to break um, prior to going into labor like contractions um maybe I can look it up water breaking before you can hear me typing before contractions let's see um how common is it let's see does it give me if your water breaks before you go into labor this is known as the premature rupture of the membranes this occurs in only about eight to ten percent of women for most moms to be the water breaks once they are in labor. Um, okay, well, then apparently I was in the 8 to 10% of women <laughs> for my first two births. Um, I remember I was having major low back pain with my first, so I went and stretched and did some yoga, uh, and I was in pigeon pose, and all of a sudden I felt a pop. And I waddled down the stairs, and I was like, um, Alex, I'm pretty sure... I did not just pee my pants. <laughs> and then with my second, we were gone at a um, family fellowship dinner. And we had tacos and everything. And I was feeling fine that night. And um, we get home at 10 or 10.30. And I get out of the car. Literally, we drove all the way home, parked in the garage. I open the door and get out. And as I stand up, I feel this gush of water come out of me. And I was like, I said the same thing. Um, I think my water just broke because I definitely did not just pee my pants. So that was pretty wild. Juliet, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing. I had my membrane stripped to try and induce labor on basically 41 weeks and nine, seven days or six days. Um, because we needed to kind of spur things along and I was wanting to do the least invasive. So we did that and... Yeah, that's a whole other story. So this one, water did not break either um, to start contractions. Uh, so with the so that is okay. So we'll just say I didn't know I was in labor. <laughs> I kind of denied it. So we'll just preface that. And the reason being is because my water broke with the first two, and I knew things were going to happen. Like it's it's the baby's coming. Like it's it's just going to happen. Sec, uh, Juliet, I basically was forced into labor. Not forced, but like, baby needs to come. And I was, you know, ready for her to come. And so we did the membrane stripping and then they kept me at the hospital. I labored at the hospital the entire time. I would never want to redo that one ever again in my life. <laughs> um, so her, my water break didn't break until about 15, 20 minutes before she was born. 
And um, yeah, so that one, like I was prepared for the contractions and all of that stuff to come. Like it was going to happen. It was going to be happening um, that day. And this one was just, it all happened at home. So I wasn't able to labor at home with my last one because I was so late. The hospital was freaking out. And I was like, okay, well, let's take a chill pill. (laughs) I'll get my membrane stripped at 42 weeks and we'll go from there. So I wasn't able to labor at home because then they were just like, we're just going to keep you at the hospital. Um, And so, yeah, that, that was that one. And then this birth my contractions had started the night before and I I apparently I mean I was in early labor all of Thursday Thursday the the ninth or whatever um because she was born on the 10th yeah and uh, I didn't really know it (laughs) so uh what I had always kept saying though is that I would want to redo my second birth my um Titus's um it was perfect I mean my water broke but then I labored at home for as much of it as I could um, which I prefer to do in the comfort of my home but we also with a disclaimer I would redo it but I would want just a little bit more time at the hospital get there with a little more time because he was born within like 30 minutes of us getting to the hospital (laughs) I was cutting it a little too close so this one we gave ourselves just a little more time but it but it was very much like Titus's birth and I'll touch on that um so the goal was to um have an unmedicated birth um you know that that is um what what my goal has always been and we worked really well with the hospital that we live near and um they have been so wonderful in respecting our birth plan and chatting with us about it and we're by now fourth kid we're pretty established there they can look at our history they kind of know the drill when they see my my charts and all the things and we are willing to talk to them we're we're open to you know if we got to consider other options if we need to be flexible they need to be flexible like we're willing to vouch for ourselves we're willing to use our voice we're willing to say no we're willing to consider other things when needed um so it's a little bit of give and take um but Overall, like, we love the nurses at the hospital that we live by. Um, And I told Alex, like, any chance that we happen to have another one and we have moved um, a little further away or whatever, you better believe we're hiking out to this hospital. (laughs) I mean, if we're out of state, obviously not. But we're going to this hospital or we're having a home birth. (laughs) Just saying. But I'm not really thinking about another child right now. That is not on my brain. I have a lot to keep up with. Um, So yeah, so the goal was unmedicated and to labor at home for majority of it. And that did happen. Uh, Like I said, I was feeling like she was going to come early and she did. She came six days. Um, She came on March 10th. And this is the hardest time on our family to have a baby with it being tax season. So It was never really going to be a better day on a different day, but she actually happened to land on a weekend. So it, it honestly worked out well. And, um, you know, Alex was able to be present from, you know, he worked a half day Friday 
up until we left for the hospital. He works from home. Uh, and then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, he was off, which he typically works Saturdays and Mondays. So he really, you know, he took off work, all of those, um, because it's just heavy season. So um, that is hard. That was a little hard on our on our family, um, but we're making it work. And, um, you know, he's able to pop in and out when needed since we have that flexibility of him working from home. Uh, so honestly, uh, like I said, it all happened so fast. It, it just like, I denied I was in labor. I didn't, uh, really recognize it until, yeah, like, um, I think you need to come in, Alex. (laughs) Uh, I think we're going to need to leave soon. Um, so, uh, the funny thing is though, that my mom was planning a baby sprinkle, like a little baby shower, uh, for me on the 10th, that Friday, on that night. Uh, and I had texted her the day before saying that she, um, or that I was just feeling off. I had my most off day. And like I had gone and worked out on Thursday that morning at 5.15 in the morning. I had moved my body. I had to modify a lot of things. Then I was craving veggies like crazy like I was like I just want raw veggies we don't have any in the house I'm going to the store on my way home so I went to Woodman's and I loaded up randomly on a bunch of veggies early in the morning (laughs) um I I went about my day and then I just started to feel like I should really repack my hospital bag because I had it in a smaller bag because I couldn't find the actual bag I used last time and then I did um And so it's been sitting there for a couple days and I was like, I think I need to pack that. So I packed that up and then I just kind of felt off all day. Like I didn't really want to squat down a whole lot. I just felt a lot of pressure. Um, I wasn't feeling any cramps or any of that kind of stuff. But then um, I just, I had Winston picking up things for me more often than not. Like, can you get that for me? (laughs) Because I didn't want to bend down. So that was different. And then... Yeah, I had texted my mom just saying that I was feeling off um, and that and that um, in the afternoon, like, you know, I had the urge to tie up all loose ends and pack that bag and I did a ra- couple random errands. I went and picked up a pickup at Fleet Farm for some mason jars. I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, I want custard. We're going to get custard. So we went to Culver's and I picked up the, the four pints for the deal or whatever and brought it back. The boys were excited, um, but I just really wanted custard that night, okay? Um, and typically, Culver's custard doesn't even sit well in my stomach, but that's what I ate. Uh, and then, yeah, so I just, I, you know, I told Alex, like, I'm just just kind of feeling off. I don't, I don't really know. Don't know. And then my mom mes- messaged me, and she's like, I wonder if the barometric pressure from the winter storm is what spurred things along. Um, or it will if it will spur things along. Uh, so we had a winter storm rolling in that Thursday night into Friday. Like we got like six inches of snow. I don't know, six to eight. Uh, and so I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe we'll have to see if that actually affects my body. So I ended that night on Thursday the 9th, like you know, I just felt like I had to stretch a little bit more. 
you know, I was doing it around, like, the, the kids were around, and Alex was done with work, and I was sitting on the ball, um, you know, doing some hip circles and some pelvic racks, and then I was leaning over the ball in some relaxing pish, pre, uh, positions to relieve pressure, like, duh, Gabby, that should have been a sign. <laughs> like, hello, <laughs> like, stuff is happening. Um, but I wasn't like moaning or in pain. I just, I just, I just felt uncomfortable and just needed some extra movement. I don't know. Um, I think at one point I was, um, had my knees on my couch and the head on the floor. Like I was trying to do an inversion during the day. And Winston's like, um, mom, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm just trying to help the baby not put so much pressure on me. Just going upside down. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just kind of had hinted to Alex that I was feeling off, a little crampy at the end of the night after the kids went to bed, but I really just kind of denied it and poo-pooed it. Like, I mean, we'll just go to bed. But I was actually having to kind of work through them. Like, they actually distracted me enough to be like, this is slightly painful, but like, I don't know. It It wasn't... I, I just assumed, well, whatever, I'm just having crampies. And um, I did have a midwife appointment earlier that day. And I had just felt like I was leaking a lot of f- fluid and mucus and stuff. Um, but it wasn't my water because I was like, maybe my water broke or it's leaking. And I was like, no, it's not. And my midwife explained to me what it would look like if my water was leaking. I was like, no, that that's probably not it. It's probably just all this extra mucus. So I was probably losing my mucus plug. Um slowly over the course of like Wednesday and Thursday where I was just like man this just feels like a lot this feels like extra and uh so I went to bed Thursday night and I did not sleep good at all went to bed with all the crampies and just feeling like uncomfortable they woke me up frequently maybe not every single one but they woke me up and I actually had to just like breathe through them. I w- again, I didn't have to, I wasn't moaning through them. I wasn't like cringing hard or like, Alex, I need you. Like it was just more like, okay, we're just gonna work through it. Um, and it's, it's so hard to explain. It's so hard to put words to, but so slept awful. And I, there were moments, it was like 2 or 3 a.m. And I'm like, do I dare text my mom? Because she's an hour away and I wanted her to be here in time. If I was like, if this is it, do I dare text her? like, Or call her and tell her to come? And I was like, no, it is the worst time of the snowstorm for her to even drive. I don't want her to. We're going to be fine. We're going to make it to the morning. <laughs> so I didn't call her, but I was having dreams about it that I should. Um, and... So we got to the you know the early morning, you know, all the, what they were now were contractions now that I'm seeing it all in hindsight. They were manageable. Um, but we did get dumped on with snow and Alex debated whether or not he should shovel at 4.30 in the morning because he gets up for work about 4.15 to shower and, and goes in. Um, and he was like, do I, do I shovel now or should I just wait until it stops maybe around like 10 or 11? And I could go out because he knew like um, it just it needed to be done because um, I think I told him my mom. Oh, no, I didn't tell him my mom was coming. So, yeah, I don't know. He just had this feeling because probably how I was sort of communicating myself, even though he said I did a bad job <laughs> keeping him in the loop. Um, 
he shuffled. He was like, I'm just, he's like, I'll just do it now. Something just told him to do it early in the morning and good thing. So I was up since 4.30, like basically since I knew he got up, I had laid in bed for like an hour trying to just relax and fall back asleep, hopefully. And I just couldn't. And I texted him. I was like, are you still shoveling? And you know, I was like, I'm just, I can't sleep. I slept awful. I think I'm just going to get up. And so by 5.30, I was, you know, I just told him, I'm going to make some coffee. And I'm just going to go downstairs and read. Um, so I do that and I'm sitting in the chair trying to, you know, read and I'm actually having to pause to work through more contractions. So then here I am texting my mom and my mother-in-law before 6 a.m. or like just after 6, I can't remember, just giving them a heads up of how I was feeling. Um, and they're all like, yeah, she, you know, they're getting the feeling that I'm in labor. <laughs> um, so my mom was planning that sprinkle for me and she was like well just let me know if you want me to cancel it and so I was like you know what just just wait let me let me see and then not even an hour later I call her back and I was like um I'm just gonna need you to cancel that I can't drive an hour away from my home and my hospital and with the way I'm feeling I'm not even gonna be able to engage with you guys if this continues (laughs) so she was like, no worries, I'll send out messages. And then I'll, and then she had offered for her and my sisters, they are, my two younger sisters are 11 and 12. And so she said um, that they could come out and just help me. And I was like, yes, please come. Um, and she was like, we'll be there in the afternoon or something. And, and I must have said something to her. I don't know. And she's like, well, well, we'll be there as soon as we can. We'll be there before noon like hurry up mom get your butt here um so it was it was um yeah just kind of a wild morning and then like checking in with my mother-in-law to make sure that she was like are you you still okay being on call come get the kids I'm feeling kind of off just kind of feeling out your weekend is this and she's like yep just keep us posted do you think you're in labor like you know she's asking me I was like I don't know maybe I'm in early labor (laughs) I don't know you'd think I'd figure this out by now by my fourth child I was not in early labor. <laughs> um, okay, so then, yeah, my mom cancels the party. And that whole morning, I just felt like, like that early morning, I felt like I had to poop a lot. I just felt like I had to go to the bathroom or just sit on the toilet because it it's just relaxing, you know, that like you get to the toilet and you can just go. It's a, it's a very calming and relaxing position um, to just relieve pressure and, and stuff. So it felt like I had to go but sometimes I didn't have to and sometimes I did um which better get it all out here than better at the hospital right <laughs> so then you know my kids get up and I'm distracted by my kids I mean I eat breakfast with them I think I made like sausage and eggs or toast or something and um yeah just distracted with them and their needs and getting them ready in the morning and then I was like you know we're just gonna put on a movie we snow day <laughs> Like, it's cold out, we're not going out, I'm kind of feeling off, let's just finish, you know, our movie that we didn't the other night. And so I popped up the the movie, and I'm laying on the couch on my side with a ball, like my exercise ball, because I don't have a peanut ball, I wish I did. Um, so it was a little uncomfortable, but I made it work, because I wanted to open my hips up. So I just um, put one leg on top of the ball. I was just laying on my side just to open my pelvis and engage, you know, help the baby's head engage. These are all like crazy natural instincts, guys. Like, uh, I f- 
denied it so much, yet I was doing all the things that my body was saying you need to do in order to help this baby come. But yet I was saying she's not coming yet. (laughs) I thought I had time. Um, I tried timing my contractions and kept getting distracted or like, shoot, I forgot to hit the button or some kid needed something and then I forgot to hit, hit the button when the next one came. But I could work through them. I was just snuggling my kids and I remember taking a picture of all of us near the couch and Juliet was snuggled next to me and we're watching the movie I took a picture just to remember like I labored at home with my children like what a sweet thing and knowing Alex was right outside I think was just super comforting like well he's just gonna be able to be in here ASAP if I need him um so I kind of kept him in the loop he knew I was tired he saw me sleeping at one point in the morning on the couch um he saw the ball out he you know, those kinds of things. So um, he did remind me to do um, another hip opening move where I put one foot elevated like on a stool and I and I rock back and forth. That also helps opening up the pelvis. Um, yeah, so then, I don't know, I was laying there and I was just, the movie, oh no, the movie was done. The movie was done. And I was just realizing how crabby I was getting with my kids I think my mom had messaged I'm on my way and then like our movie was over and I was just really crabby with the kids and I was like I you know having to pause like a little more frequently and so I decided um that I should probably pack their bags because you know no better time than last minute for um for that and I I was heading upstairs to go pack their bags and I couldn't even pack their clothes without having to stop every three I don't know three to four to five minutes ish to focus and breathe and like lay on the floor like I I couldn't even focus um so I texted Alex and I said I feel like this is Titus's birth just like Titus's birth and I told you that was the one I wanted to redo and I said I'm wondering when to call your mom And he comes inside and I was like, you need to, he's like, where are you? I was like, I'm upstairs. Um, I was like, you need to pack the kids clothes. And he's like, I think you need to call my mom now. So I went downstairs. My mom walks in the door (laughs) and they get there at 1145. And I'm like, hey, mom. Um, she's like, hi. I was like, funny thing. So I think we're actually going to be leaving soon. And she was like, oh, oh, okay. I thought we were just going to like hang out at the house and help you for a little while. And, but, and I like packed an overnight bag, but you know, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know either. Um, but it was like my mind and my body knew it. Once I knew my mom was on her way, like I knew that I needed to just get her to my house and then all, all could keep going, all could progress, which is so crazy. So she got there at like 1145. I'm calling my mother-in-law. I'm calling the hospital, letting them know like we're coming. Alex is packing the bags. My mom is unloading things that she was bring. She had for the baby sprinkle, like a new. I had a new baby mattress, and like she had clothes, and then she was bringing um, just things for my freezer. Um, and so she just like dumped all this stuff in the home. And then I'm like, okay, girls, you're gonna stay with the kids until my mother-in-law comes. My neighbor's home if you need to get in touch with anyone. Um, and, and they stayed and then my mother-in-law picked everybody up at my house because we had left already. 
Um, but it was just, it was crazy. Alex packed the bags. He was like, you could have given me some more heads up. He's like, I got to go back out to the office and close a couple things up. And I was like, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, so we, he went out and did that and we're packing, you know, packing up the, everything that we need and he got the kids all packed up and, um, I was like, oh, you know what? Let's quick take a last family picture. So we take our last family photo at 12, like 15 or 12, 11, the timestamp was. I went back and looked at it. We leave, we get to the hospital about 1230. Okay. And at, let's see. I, so we get there at 1230 and it was like just enough time for me to be able to sign their waivers and do all their stuff because most people don't go to the hospital about as far as long as I am because when I got there with Titus I couldn't even I didn't even know I don't remember the elevator ride I don't remember walking to my room I remember nothing I couldn't even sign papers they're like I'm um, sorry you're gonna have to just send it with us up to our room um, she's gonna sign later um, or whatever and so uh, I had a moment to be able to still do that I was still in my right mind and all was <laughs> All was fine. Um, I just laugh when when I'm like, will I be able to sign the papers? Will I be able to do it? So we got there and um, so we'll just say we got there at 1230. A little preview. She was born by 141. So that is that is how fast things had gone. I'm just so thankful that we were able to avoid all of the, the, the snowy weather like the roads were fine. It honestly felt like spring out there despite seeing all the snow on the ground. Um, that's what my mom actually had written uh, when she was journaling things. Um, that it was the birds are singing and it feels like spring regardless of all the snow. But we were able just to hop on the freeway and fly to the hospital with enough time. Had to stop in the parking lot to work through a contraction before getting in. Um, so yeah, we made it and I really was curious how far dilated I was I was very curious and because they were like well we want to check you and I was like yes I would like to know how far along I am and so our our nurse um she had um gotten me all set up in the bed I I had um came in and changed into a, um, a gown I had my um nursing bra on that I kept on underneath but then I just put the hospital gown on and, and took off all my other clothes and Got set up on the bed because just doing some general, they want to hook up and check monitoring of, of me and baby's heart rate um, and check, you know, my vitals and stuff like that. So whatever, no big deal. We did that for a little while, um, but she checked me then shortly after she got me on the bed and stuff and she said I was seven centimeters and I was like, whoa, we're doing it. We're, we're in that home stretch here. I made it in just enough time and she was like, so when you call the hospital, this is the nurse talking, she said that, um, you know, Gabriella Flater called and, she, you know, she's in labor um, and I think we'll just, you know, we're, we're checking her in and um, they were just going to check me into like triage or just like basic, you know, just a basic area or room or whatever. I don't know. I've never gone to any other place in the hospital. <laughs> And, um, when I've been in labor, um, and so she looks at my history, the nurse does, and she sees my three other births and she was like, um, it looks like she actually comes when she's ready to have the baby. So we need to get her a room ready. 
And I told the nurse, I thanked her before her shift ended again for that. I was like, thank you so much for doing that because we would not have had enough time if we were messing around with that and I didn't have her room ready. So I really appreciate you checking my birth history and vouching for me and making sure to have this room ready because that meant that meant a lot. So again, we love the nurses at this hospital. Uh, so okay, I was seven centimeters. They were checking the heart rate. Everything was looking good on the monitors and um, you know, just working through contractions and between them asking me questions and having blood work done. They alerted my midwife right away. They're they're like, um, we're gonna let Jess know that she should come. And I was like, okay, good. So Jess was able to be there. Uh, my midwife, uh, she was available only till 4 p.m. So I was like, okay, we're going to have this baby before four. And I was like, um, that's definitely feeling like it's going to happen. And um, she got there at, let's see, I think my mom wrote like 102. But my, so I was being monitored. I was hooked up. And then my water broke while I was sitting on the bed. I was like, um, I'm pretty sure my water just broke. And then, uh, my midwife shows up just after that. And then she wanted to just check the cervix and, um, all that stuff. So she, she checked all that. And then I, you know, eventually was like wanting, I was like, can I just, can I be unhooked? They're like, you can walk around. We can, you know, if you want. And I'm like, yeah, can we unhook me? Cause I, you know, we're good. I'd like to be able to walk around and, you know, work through these contractions. So, um, the, the nursing staff, they, you know, looked over our birth plan, um, that we had sent over and we just kind of covered those things over the time. They were just asking us some questions and, um, really just no pressure from them for the, you know, no pressure from the staff, um, really in no needs of no meds. Um, no IV, you know, all those kinds of things. They, you know, we just politely decline some things and, you know, reassure them, you know, thank you that, you know, thank you for giving us the options and telling us all of our, you know, what we can choose from. And, um, and so they were like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. Um, so just working through the contractions, they definitely are between the three, um, two, sometimes two minutes apart. Um, my mom had been writing them down, um, trying her best to write the different times down. But I would talk about different things with them between contractions a little bit. But then they started to get a little bit more, like, intense. Um, so, you know, knowing my water had broken, I was like, all right, we're in, we're in, we're in the home stretch. So I was walking around the room, squatting at the end of the bed. I leaned over Alex for one of them. I remember just asking him to come so I could lean on him, um, leaning over the counter, just swaying back and forth, um, just working through them breathing deep I mean that is the goal is just such deep breathing and then my midwife asked if I wanted to try a different position if I wanted to get on all fours and I was like you know what actually yeah let's try that and so it's funny actually because when I got there they were like do you want the birth ball and I was like um no I use that all at home I don't need that anymore like I was very adamant like no (laughs) I'm not I'm not interested um because that was not going to help me uh and so I went on to the bed and hung over the edge of the bed like it's you know it's in a reclined position so um I was hanging over the set the back of the bed um my knees on the other half of the bed and um just squeezing the pillow when the contractions would come breathing through them um so this was so my water broke at 
one midwife came at 102 and then let's see my mom had contractions she wrote them down it was like 109 114 121 122 and then she wrote at 126 it was a hard one and I know exactly which one she was talking about because um my sound changed my my moaning it was like very painful um I remember it and Alex even you know is because it's my mom's first time her first experience and so they were just commenting you know I could hear them having their conversation as they're watching me this is when I was hooked up on the monitor and I'm working through contractions and they're like you know he was like see look at her you know look at her eyes and her intense her intense face you can tell when she's like working through these and then like um you know it was those with the, and then the later contractions so like the 126 um that was a really hard one and then um there was 137 and 138 my mom wrote groaning or whatever. <laughs> Super funny. And um, yeah, Alex had commented, she said about he he's about my eyes and just how intense they look just, you know, when I'm working through it and then all of a sudden my body just relaxes when I'm not. Um, so then when I had that super painful contraction when I was on all fours, I kind of freaked out. I've really only labored, I... I I had Juliet on my side. I was laying on my side. Um, the boys, I was both sitting with, you know, like I propped my knees up and back. Um, like not sitting upright, but like, I don't know, you know, kind of the basic position. But the first time was because I had major back pain and it's because he was facing the wrong way. That was like my back got run over by a bus. Um, so anyway, I like the back pressure. I like, I like the counter pressure when I'm pushing, I like to feel it against my back. I don't know why. So I kind of freaked out cause I wanted, I was like, I kind of want to try a new position when I push the baby out, but I then freaked out, flipped over, had my back against the bed and I ended up delivering her that way again, which I shouldn't be upset about it because it went totally smooth and totally fine. Um, it's just, you know, you hear, you know, let gravity work with you, let it work, you know, for you. And and if you're squatting, if you're down, you know, gravity will go down, the baby will come down and out. Um, so it's okay. Um, but I remember I flipped over and I had a couple other contractions and then I was like, I, I was like, I feel her, I feel the urge. I feel her coming. I feel her head. And I, and then they like get all their stuff going and they look and they're like, yep, we see the head Gabby. Okay. It's time. And then it was like, I pushed her head came out. Apparently they had to unwrap uh, the cord from her head, um, two times. Um, but just her head had come out and then my contraction had stopped and they said, Gabby, we need, we need you to keep going. We need to get her shoulders out because they don't want you know she took a breath like we she can't go back in (laughs) and so I was like oh my gosh like I am dying here (laughs) I'm so tired and I was like okay and they're like helping me like coaching me the nurse was awesome loved her Alex is next to me and they're like come on give us gotta give us one more push that's all we need and I'm you know and I mustered up the energy and the courage despite the pain and just being tired um 
pushed and and she came out and it was all done she came out at 141 um so I had felt I said I feel the urge that she's coming and my mom wrote that down at 140 and she was born that next minute or so minute or two I don't know they happened so fast so I'm just yeah in my head I knew the minute she comes out that's when all the pain is gone like most of the pain like the hard stuff um so that's honestly what gets me through it's like you just gotta cross that finish line and you're literally done I said that on on my other podcast like you cross that marathon finish line and it's just done you you have the baby and and you feel no more like it's instant relief um so that was what really pushed me to get through that last final push and I was like okay I can do this my body was made for this and it'll be over once I finish this last push like that was it um so yep we um we're just praising God and so thankful that she was here and we were able to have her um, skin to skin and bonding right away and um, you know have tried nursing and all of the things which is also still so fascinating just how they come out and they know exactly what to do and it's just such a sweet it's just a sweet moment I feel so happy (laughs) I feel so happy that just in my mind, you know, you, you play out all the things, all the scenarios, and I'm just, I'm just so grateful for Alex. I'm grateful for my mom and for the hospital and the nursing staff that just made it happen. Um, and that God just really helped me be in tune with my body. Kind of just, yeah, he gave me peace along the way. And I'm so thankful that I was able to labor at home for majority of it and be home with my kids. Even though I'm not having a home birth, I was able to do a majority of it at home. And 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 that is what <laughs> um, works for me. And some people are like, oh my gosh, Kebby, like, how do you even know when to go? Like, how do you know when to go? And like, um, like that you even want to get in the car to leave and I was like I don't know it just it just happens (laughs) it just happens but Alex and I work real well together um he senses things when I don't and vice versa and um sorry that was a big yawn (laughs) yeah we just we just go with it and um yeah, really grateful for how the whole thing turned out. Uh, my mom, uh, it was just so sweet to have her there. She had um, not been able to experience something like that before. And um, she had five of us kids. Um, all five of us were C-sections. And so just not having experienced it for herself fully and um, witnessing any of that. So I wanted to give her the opportunity to be able to have that um, and share that experience together, not knowing if this is our last or not. And um, uh, she was just so grateful to be there. And um, we were too. I, I remember saying to her at one point, I was like, um, Mom, I think this was, yeah, this was after my water broke. 
and I'm working through the contractions while I'm walking around the room and I was like mom you're probably gonna see a whole different side of me (laughs) and she just laughed but I wasn't it having her in the room didn't change anything at all for me like I just was me and how I normally did birth um but she was like you made it look so easy and I was like oh well thanks So post-birth, um, you know, they do all the cleanup and all the checking and, and all of those things. Um, so I happened to actually bleed a little bit extra. Um, so obviously, you know, you have the baby and then um, you deliver your placenta the next thing. And then it's typically a hospital thing, not necessarily what midwives would do if you birth at home, but they like push on your belly to help all the other blood clots come out um, and the uterus to kind of start um, tightening and firming back up. Uh, And that is not very comfortable for them to push on your belly after you just engaged it to push out a child. (laughs) Um, So I had a little extra bleeding, mild hemorrhaging, uh, and I never had that with my other kids. But I was reaching a point of they measure the amount of blood loss through like your pads and the bed pads that you're laying on and things like that. And um, she was just nervous. She she tends to be more on the conservative side, she said, um, our nurse. And she's like, knowing you and I and what could end up happening, I don't think you want those other interventions to happen. And so I'm I'm wondering if you would consider um, just taking either like a Pitocin or a form of Pitocin called Cytotec um, to help with the firming up the uterus and help the bleeding to, to slow down. Um, and so we talked about it and so we just decided to do it and it definitely helped for sure. Um, I did the Cytotec, um, which she inserted um, in my rectum and that was how um, it helped. So I um, was grateful for that because definitely just didn't want extra bleeding um, to then lead to more more issues. So our little girl um, Estella Ruth came into the world at six pounds five ounces, twenty inches long. Um, again, just uh, the awesome nurses um, and Alex as my biggest support and anchor. We have journeyed through now our fourth birth together as um as obviously husband and wife but we we took a course um that just really it's you know a husband coached birth and um just really grateful for that as much as he was resistant to it way back when (laughs) feels like ages ago it really kicked us off into a good start for growing our family and doing it together and having being on the same page him and I are on the same page about it all and, um, yeah, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to, to have that together. And, um, so we stayed at the hospital. My mom left, um, a little while later and, um, our kids had made it safely. I think they like just made it home to my, my in-laws by the time my mom texted saying that the baby was here. <laughs> like it's wild how fast all of that happened. And 
uh, my back, it had really hurt. I think from that last final push, it just killed. And it did when we got home and everything too. But like at the hospital, I was just, it was more back pain. And I was asking for um, like a heating pad. And I just, I was so uncomfortable. Those hospital beds are just, are just not the best. Um, But they actually were allowing kids to finally come, like siblings to come visit. And so we were like, yes, please. We, you know, we, we would love that, you know, with all the rules, the COVID stuff um, that just wasn't happening as much. So my in-laws drove all the way out with the kids. They got to meet their baby sister um, there with us. And it was just such a sweet um, and chaotic because, you know, I've got a six, three and one year old all in the, in the room. And uh, yeah, with fun buttons and things to, to play with. So, um, yeah, we got to do that and take some photos and have that special bonding moment with our kids. Uh, and then they left and we stayed for a full 24 hours and then, um, we went home and, um, we just, we kind of got settled in. Our kids stayed one more night over at, uh, my in-laws so we could go to bed and wake up in the morning without having to like be fully immersed <laughs> in it all. Um, so yeah, that's that. That's the birth story. Um, God is good and we're just grateful things went smooth, that we had a little extra time to settle in before I hit um, that transition point. Oh, I forgot to mention, like when I, I know I'm in transition, when my legs are shaking, um, I, I literally start, it's like an uncontrollable feeling. So that happened when I was on the monitor sitting and my water broke and then I remember sitting there and I could see the blanket moving like my legs just were shaking um and and so yeah we're just thankful that we had time to settle in before I hit that um because with Titus I basically like came as I was in transition I came already having all those feelings um so we're glad that we gave ourselves an extra what 30 to 40 minutes um than than Titus's birth (laughs) uh so I appreciate you guys tuning in for all the support and all the love it's wild to think we're on the other side we have four children I did it again I remember the feelings in the couple you know like the month leading up like being going to bed and being like haunted by I have to do this again (laughs) not that it was a bad thing but it was like can I do it can I do this again? I don't know if I can. Like I'm giving myself the pep talk and having to really work through some of that because you just, there's so many unknowns. You don't know how it's going to start, when it's going to start, how long it's going to last, like none of that. And so I was just like, all right, I got to buckle up and be ready for this again. Um, and, and yeah, and somehow it just happens. (laughs) So I just want to thank you guys for, again, listening to this and I hope it encourages you and if you have questions like message me I love answering questions get helping you know give resources or things that helped me um, along the way but it's such an empowering thing to bring life into this world it's it's crazy wild and um, if any if there's any way that I can support you and help you navigate what you want um whether it's you know wanting to have it some of it medicated or 
you know, using it all or, or do unmedicated, like, you have to do what is best for you. But again, as always, as I've said on the show, is just make, just inform yourself of all the things and then make your decision from that rather than just going off of what the protocol is and protocol in like air quotes and what doctors and nurses say has to happen um, because you're you're the one paying them in essence for all that's going on and and they're there to serve you and help you and and you can speak up for yourself and you can use your voice and you can choose um, you can choose you can say yes you can say no um, so just be, you know, just be prepared for that and prepare yourself, um, and walk into it empowered and, and feeling confident. And, um, yeah, I, again, I feel Alex and I have been able to navigate that stuff much better. And especially after we've also had to navigate the medical world with our son, we have to rely, we have to rely on, um, the medical world. And, and, and I, again, that is something, and I want to do an episode on, um, on this with my son's bleeding disorder, um, raising awareness around it. But I think it was God's way of saying, look, I know how natural you are and how holistic and, and med, um, and how, yeah, just naturally minded you are, Gabby, but I'm going to give you something that almost basically forces you to rely on the medical world and the advances that are there. And he, God has definitely worked on me through that, and um, it could be a lot worse. But um, we're we're grateful for what has come so far in the medical world um, to be able to help our son. And we will need it forever. He will need it forever. Um, n- nothing we do naturally can fix this. It's that's not how it gets fixed (laughs) um so yeah that's that's Mm -hmm. where we're at so um anyway if you loved this episode I would love your feedback I would love to know um just your thoughts or maybe you had a similar experience or you just want to share your story like I love chatting about it all if you think of it to send it to someone who you know would be encouraged by this or just loves a good birth story Um, feel free to send that over to them as well. But I appreciate you all tuning in and I will catch you guys on the next episode. Be well.